What if your body was a gift and contribution to your life and not something that you've been stuck with? What if your body could change quickly and easily? Right Body for You will inspire you and show you a different way of creating the body and the life you truly desire. Now here's your host, Danielle. And welcome everybody. Welcome to Right Body for You. I am Danielle. I am your host and uh, your body tour guide, your giggle leader, and just all around that strange friend of yours that, you know, you just kind of laugh with and just go, wow, you're just not quite normal. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's me. Thank you for tuning in today to Right Body for You. Honestly, it feels like it's been forever since I've been with you guys. I know it's not true. But you ever had those weeks where it feels like it's been a lifetime or five lifetimes and you don't even think three of them were your lifetimes. They were somebody else's lifetimes. It just feels like it's been forever because it's like so much has happened. How can so much happen and it have only been seven days or how can so much have happened and it only be five minutes? Um, you know, like I've said before, you ever want proof positive that time isn't real, do live TV or live radio. I'm telling you right now, 10 seconds, lifetime. Simply a big, fat lifetime. Um, 10 seconds of there. Oh, my gosh. Some of the worst things in the world um, at one point in time. Now it all amuses me. But, you know, when I was first in TV and radio... 10 seconds literally was a lifetime for me. Uh, It's amazing the amount of problem solving and self-judgment and swearing (laughs) and phone calls that could be made in 10 seconds. Uh, You know, one of my first jobs in TV was working uh, master control, which is basically the people who sit in a dark room in front of a computer and ensure that the programs you're watching goes on air. Make sure that the commercials air at the right time and the promos air at the right time. Because trust me, folks, TV may seem really haphazard, but there's a second-upon-second log that we're actually following and watching and the computer's running it. And uh, if we're off, like, two seconds, that's not acceptable. So you actually have to have bumpers or little videos that you can run for two seconds. You ever seen that little blurb and it uh, like a full frame of like a logo or something pops up and then pops off? It's actually the TV station getting back on time. Um, and so in this master control thing, master control, which, come on, those of you who know me or those of you who have listened to any of my radio shows, you know how much I must have loved the title, Master Control Operator. I mean, come on, right? Control freak of magnitude right here in front of you. So I remember one of the first times that the commercial didn't play. 15-second pro- it was a promo, 15-second promo, right? And so the computer's going nicely. The segment of the show ends. The first commercial runs 30 seconds. The next commercial runs 30 seconds, no problem. And then it's dead air because the computer had said that the promo was had been 
uploaded into the computer, but it hadn't been uploaded. And so 15 seconds of just black until the next show starts. And, you know, we look at this and we go, 15 seconds, please, you've been talking for like 50 minutes already, right? And it's amazing what you can actually do in that 15 seconds. I made phone calls. I checked logs. I ran across the room. There was a lot of swearing in there. There was a lot of sweating in there. There was a lot of fear. There was a lot of, oh, crap, was I the one that didn't put that promo in? You know, self-judgment, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, then the 15 seconds was over and it, the show started and then, you know, I had to change it out for the rest of the night. But here's the thing, that 15 seconds felt like it lasted a week, okay? I, like I said, I made phone calls. I checked logs and that meant moving papers. That meant typing things. That meant going to different computer screens. All in the same 15 seconds, okay? So when we're talking about the topic today, surviving life-changing events, this is why I'm going on with this because it's like it feels like it's been forever since I've been with you guys and yet it hasn't, but yet it has. I know what the freak am I talking about. I'm talking about a lot. And and, and this is why I'm talking about the example of the 15 seconds of dead promo time <laughs> is because in those – was I moving faster, you know, was I one of those, uh, what do you call it, superheroes, you know, in the movies where you go, um, oh, what's the name of that really fast one that moves a lot? Silver Streak or whatever in Marvel and Flash or something. I don't know. I can't remember. My nephew would be ashamed of me that I couldn't remember my superheroes right now. But in that 15 seconds, did I move really fast? Or... Did, you know, like I pause button on the universe or it's like, how did, what was I? What was I doing? What was I creating? Um, I wish I had a great answer for you of like how I did a half hour's work in those 15 seconds. Um, all I know is time is malleable. Um, whether we're stretching it, whether we're pushing the pause button, whether it's something like that, but it's like time can run differently. So this is what I'm talking about with how to survive life-changing events um, because time is a big issue with this, okay? Anyone who has any ever had any a loved one die unexpectedly knows how quickly life can change. You know, like five minutes ago, your life was this way. Five minutes later, everything's different, Okay. Um, and, of course, the Right Body for You radio show, and how does your body play into this, okay? How does your body affect this, impact it? How does it contribute to it? How does it not contribute to it? And, you know, and these are some of the things we're going to be exploring to, on today's show, is how to survive life-changing events. And with your body, what if you could actually thrive during these life-changing events, okay? And for me, life-changing events always start with the time factor. I don't know about you, but whether you're ending a relationship, whether you're ending a job, or whether you're the you're slowly watching somebody you care for die, or a number of things, or just um, you miss an accident. You know, people always talk about, oh, you see your whole life flash through your eyes. 
It's like, but how many of us have even had those like accidents? And we can recall every single frame, every single moment, the color, the bumpers, the everything, the people, the expression, uh, all of our senses are really, really present in that moment. And it's like, for me, it always starts with a time element. Anytime I'm in, in yes, in a life-changing moment, you know, one of those moments where I can't believe this conversation is happening or I can't believe this is occurring. Um, you know, and these are ones that we, quote, unquote, don't have control over. These are ones that are, quote, happening, okay, we want, not ones that we constructed. It's like, it's those where we're being broken up with, not doing the breaking up, <laughs> right? And so we tend to have those moments of, like, oh, my gosh, are you freaking kidding me? How can this even possibly be? And have you ever had, any of you ever had those conversations going on in your head while you're having the other conversation and still hearing the person's part of the conversation? Yeah. Does, do you jump back and forth between time windows? You know, for me, it's really interesting. One of the things I've always really loved playing with is this concept of time and basically the bullcrap of it, <laughs> that it is malleable. Um, and why I keep going on about this time is for me, it's actually one of those tools of that I want to share with you of actually being able to uh, survive and thrive during these events is because it's like if time's malleable, you have time to do anything that is required for you and your body, including calming down. Taking that moment, expanding out, and going, what is required here? What do I have to say? What do I be? What do I do? And, you know, for me, one of the best examples of this uh, personally was right after my mom died. Um, it was about a month later. And, you know, emotions tend to be a little, um, I, oh, my gosh, hello. My old friend Illy just joined the chat room. Hello, my dear. You're amazing. I get to see you in Seattle soon. I'm so excited. She was in TV with me. I started off the show talking about how 15 seconds of dead air in TV is just like you can do amazing things with it. Um, anyways, so right after my mom died, it was about a month later, um, she, well, she was gone, and emotions tend to run high. You know, people have those, those, uh, you're sad, you're angry, you're frustrated, you're trying to figure this shit out. And, um, my stepfather, who I had gotten along with previously and I got along with great since then, he... I, I had it with him one day, you know, just one day he kept saying something about like, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss her so much. And I, I can't remember exactly the phrases, but I do remember slamming my hand on the, on the um, table I was sitting at. And I'm like, will you stop acting like you're the only person who lost someone? And then the fight was on. <laughs> Which is interesting. I don't often do a lot of fighting. And this one, the fight was on. Okay. And what was interesting is this whole time being malleable that, trust me, the years of TV and radio has shown me that time is not real. Um, as I can say, and my dear friend Illy, who just got on, said 15 seconds of dead air is a lifetime. 
so with my with my knowledge and my awareness of this, I was able to actually take a couple of moments and go, okay, what did I just start? Do I jump into this? Do I not jump into this? Because it's like we try to say like in these life-changing events, like what I was just about to get into with this fight with my stepdad, we go, well, there was no time for questions, you know, because access is all about asking questions. Everybody for you is all about asking questions to get awareness and clarity of what's required. Um, and, you know, so many people say in this, oh, there was no time for that stuff. There was no time. And it's like, well, what if there was? What if it was your point of view that there was no time is what created that there is no time, okay? And so for me, I'm like, okay, so time is a little bit changeable. So I can take a second here, which is funny how we even say the phrase, I can take a second. But it's like, okay, I can expand out, which if you've ever listened to my show before, remember, you don't have to imagine anything or do anything or be anything. You're just like, for me, I take a deep breath and expand out. And when I expand out, what I do is I actually open myself up to uh, being aware of everything that's going on instead of that contracted state. Because remember, contracted, you're focused on like one spot on the wall. But when you're in that expanded space, you actually see the entire wall, plus the ceiling, plus the other walls, okay? So you can actually perceive more what's going on. And so the second I slammed my hand on the, on the um, table and I went, stop acting like you're the only one who's lost someone, I went, okay, do I leave the room? Do I continue this argument? Do I apologize? Do I sit back down? Do I go back to my computer? Do I dive into this? Do we have it out? And if we have it out, what will that create? Okay. And I had all of this conversation going on in my head. Now, this conversation, as I'm sharing these uh, questions I said to myself with you, taken more time to explain to you than the blink of an eye that I was doing it there. Did I do it all at once? Did I manipulate time? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Fact is, I had a full conversation with myself. And so when I went into this fight with my stepdad, I was like, what will this create? Okay, let's go. Boom. And so we went into this fight. And throughout the entire fight, it was really interesting because even though I was emotional, my mom had just died 30 days before, unexpectedly, a little bit of a you know traumatic experience. I was very aware, very uh, willing to ask questions. I'm like, okay, if I say this to him, what will that create? So I'm like, that would probably destroy his and her relationship. Okay, am I willing for that to happen? No. Okay, say this. Okay, what if I say this? What if I say this? It was really interesting that I was able to be in uh, the awareness of willing to ask questions of like, if I say this, what will it create? If I say this, what will it create? And so often in these life-changing events when we do that, we are like, I just was an idiot and I said all the stuff and I didn't mean to. Yes, for me. So today's first tip on how to survive these life-changing events, which something like that is, or you lose a job or you lose the relationship, whatever it is, like take that moment for yourself, be space, be willing to manipulate time, whatever that looks like, okay? You don't have to think about it. None of this stuff is about thought. It's just about being that space and energy to be able to do it. Um, and so take that moment for yourself. Be willing to continue to ask questions. You guys are the king and queens. 
rulers of time. Make time work for you in this scenario. So that way you're not self-looping later going, oh my gosh, I was such an idiot. I can't believe that. I was such an idiot. I can't believe that. I did that or said that or I didn't do that. I didn't say that because so often we have that point of view. It's like, oh crap, I wish I had done that or said that. That would have been brilliant if I could have only thought at the time. Try this. You know, trust me. It's weird. All of this shit's weird. I get that. <laughs> trust me. For me, it's some of the weirdest stuff I've ever done and it's brilliant and amazing with how it works if you just acknowledge it. So take that moment. Acknowledge that you can and do have that capacity and can call on it at will. Okay. Um, so we're going to take our first quick little break. I know I'm over time. Um, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more because it's like so much more of thriving with your body uh, during these life-changing events is so much about uh, the judgment afterwards, which that first tip I gave you actually will help you to not have some of that judgment later. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to talk about this. This is Danielle. This is Right Buddy for You. We're on A2Zen.fm, and we'll be right back. What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body for You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week, you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. 
I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763 or U.K. 4433-0001-0625. You can Skype us at atizen.fm. Or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to Right Body for You, a different kind of radio show with your different kind of host, Danielle. Um, by the way, that's me. Uh, <laughs> right Body for You is a unique program, um, both in the workshops that there are around the world as well as the uh, unique program that you're listening to now. Right Body for You looks at the energy okay, that is all around us and looks at our bodies and asks for our body's contribution to our lives. I know so many people uh, have the point of view that your body is the weak link or your body is the thing that's going to kill you, which, if you think about that for a minute, that one's pretty funny. Um, and you know that, that your body is just some piece of meat that you have to lug around or take care of or maintain or... Um, painful, and it's like, what if your body could be a great contribution to your life instead of the destruction of your life? Um, and access consciousness uses, sorry, right body for you uses the tools of access consciousness. It's uh, it's a part of access consciousness, which is a company that has a set of tools and techniques to help you change any area of your life um, that basically you you desire more in. It's not even that something has to be wrong or that something has to be changed. It's like, yeah, I love my life, and how can it get even better than this? Or, my life sucketh, my sucketh up runneth over, and I require something different in my life. Um, Access Consciousness uh, has some tools for that. And I, I just think it's freaking fantastic. And I still laugh at myself, you guys, that I'm doing this. And as, you know... Having an old friend from TV on the radio show today makes me laugh. It's like, I never would have thought I would have been doing this 10 years ago, right? I was literally in the dark rooms, production. Uh, we sit in a lot of dark rooms, whether editing or you know, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, I would never and was being painfully shy. And once I started with Access Consciousness, I got the ability to be me. And the be me is apparently somebody who talks a lot and likes to stand in front of crowds and um, share tools to help people change their life. And so for me, that's always been the gift. Um, you know, we talk about the surviving and thriving, these life-changing events. Sometimes they seem catastrophic. Sometimes, 10 years later, you go, wow, that's interesting that I am here now. Um, so it's sometimes it's just a whisper of that change. But one thing I have really become aware of is how um, that, you know, Billy said we hang on for the rafters. We did. Um, we have come uh, to, it, it's interesting how we have come to this place. Um, so today we're talking about that it's, 
surviving life-changing events. And we're kind of looking at the holy friggin' crap, how did this happen? What the hell is going on? Um, I may still be alive. My heart may still be beating, but I think I'm dead. You know, if you put me in the ground and threw, and threw dirt on me, I might actually stay there. You know, we're kind of talking about those big life-changing events um, today. And so one of the tools that I like to give you with this is what's right about this I'm not getting. And you've heard this before. What's right about this I'm not getting. You look at any situation and you can see the possibility that it may have been something you were asking for or that it facilitates you in a way that you didn't anticipate or hadn't planned or thought you asked for in that way. And one thing I want to make sure you guys get with this is, you know, all these tools are are about not judging yourself, right? I don't want you to judge you. So one thing I really want to bring out upon this is there, what's right about this I'm not getting? Great tool. Great tool. And be willing to give yourself a moment if you don't want to use it quite yet. You know, I, in the past month, I had an interesting encounter with some people and I got pissed. Pissed, like even more pissed than when I was um, fighting with my stepdad. And um, my ex's friend was with me. You know, she'd done a bunch of classes. And so literally I had had this fight with somebody about an hour before, and I had been stewing for that hour. So when she finally shows up, one of her first questions is, well, what's right about this you're not getting? And I just glared at her. And she goes like, I know you use that tool. I know you know that tool, but really, you know, what's right about this I'm not get- you're not getting? And I looked at her I said, I love you. I really do. But I swear to goodness, if you actually say that question to me right now, I will beat the ever-loving crap out of you. And she's like, okay. (laughs) And so I wasn't ready to use it yet, okay? And it wasn't that – because have you guys ever been, like, really sad or really mad and kind of enjoyed it? I mean, come on. Let's be honest. You ever had a cry and enjoyed it? You ever had been mad and enjoyed it? You know, righteous indignation or whatever it is, right? Or you're just knee deep in it. Sometimes you just need to ask the question 10 minutes later. And it's not a wrongness, you guys. You know, some people would be like, oh, you asked that question, you weren't willing to look at the answer? No, and piss off, judgmental cow. You know, it's like, no, there is a time for this. I wasn't in the space and the energy to be able to receive any awareness from that question. I was still doing, I'm mad, and I'm just going to be mad. And my friend finally went, okay. She's like, you guys will love this. I'm totally telling on myself. She's like, well, what can I do for you right now? I said, I need you to tell me that what happened was shitty. I don't care if you have to lie to me. Just tell me what happened was shitty. She goes, yes, it was shitty. I said, thank you. (laughs) And then... And then we laughed and whatever, and that actually that actually changed and shifted the energy to where I was able to start going, okay, really, <laughs> what's right about this? I'm not getting. And so it was just literally five minutes later, I was able actually to look at the energy of that, okay? And so when you're asked, so what's right about this? I'm not getting. 
potent, potent tool. And be aware that there might be a time when the question itself pisses you off or makes you sad or you want to go, I, my world is completely upset. Everything's gone. Shut up. Nothing's right about this. Okay, cool. Move on. You can come back to it and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay? So, like I said, please, 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 please don't self-flagellate because you weren't ready to use that tool. And acknowledge that you knew, because, you know, access consciousness is all about empowering you to know that you know, okay? And so even in that moment of, don't talk to me about that tool right now, I don't want to hear it, great. You know what's going on for you. You're not pretending. You know, I could have sat there pretending like, okay, yes, what's right about this? I'm not getting. And it would have been a lie. It would have been so full of crap. People could have smelled the pile of poo from the street. It would have been that big of a stench of crap, right? But I went, you know what? I am not ready to use that tool. Piss off. And she's like, okay. And so in that moment, I knew what would work and what would would not work. So what if in those moments, you know, we're talking about surviving and thriving life changes. What about in those moments, instead of self-flagellating or judging and going, I'm such a pile of crap, I can't even ask a question right now, go, cool, all right, I'm not asking questions right now, cool, no big deal. Maybe I will in 10 seconds, we'll check it out then. Um, but access consciousness, empowering you to know that you know and not judge yourself about it, okay? Um, we're going to take another quick little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how this, affects the body because I don't know about you but uh, my body does a lot of stuff when you're going through these life-changing events um, sometimes it sings sometimes it cries sometimes it wants to throw things sometimes it just feels like a pile of puddle of just goo on the floor or whatever right so it's like your body has a lot of, it gets impacted and has a lot of possibility of contribution to these events, okay? So when we come back, we're going to talk about some of that, and I have some more tools for you. I know you're shocked. All right, this is Danielle. This is Right Body for You. We're on AtoZen.fm, and guess what? We'll be right back. What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body for You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, 
allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763 or U.K. 4433-0001-0625. You can Skype us at a tozen.fm. Or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to Right Body for You. I am your host, Danielle. Um, I am sometimes the voice in your head. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Um, I, <laughs> I had a, I was in Houston for a class recently, and I long story. The short story is I wasn't sure I was getting off the elevator. I wasn't sure it was working, and I'm like begging it, please let me off, please let me off, and I got off the elevator and I was so excited that I actually got off the elevator that I started laughing and I passed a group of people and uh, they said, you know, when you come off the elevator by yourself laughing like that, it's pretty scary and, or come off the elevator alone is pretty, and laughing like that is pretty scary. <laughs> I looked at them and I'm like, I'm never alone. I always have the voices in my head, which I say to people all the time and they laugh and ah, ha, ha, right? They thought I was dead serious. They, like, literally dismissed me. It was so funny. They're like, oh, um, yeah, so we're we're actually in a meeting. Um, registration's that direction. Nice talking to you. It was so funny. It was so funny. I still chuckle about that, how much I scared these people because I thought I meant I was serious about the voices in my head. And maybe I am. Hmm. Anyways, that's a topic for another time. So today we're talking about surviving life-changing events. Uh, you know, so often, so often when our life changes so much, we discount the impact that it has on our body. Um, you know, after all, as I put on the notes, it's like after all, who, what does our body have to do when someone dies or we change jobs or we move? Um, actually quite... It. Um, you know, think of last time you guys had a life-changing event or a big event or just something radical and major occur. Um, take a moment and just kind of look in and see what was going on with your body, okay? Um, you know, from a chemical standpoint, man, are those hormones and chemicals flooding, you know? That's where we get that fight or flight thing, which remember at the beginning when I was talking about that example of fighting with my stepfather, my first reaction was, do I leave or do I stay? Do I fight or do I fly? You know, fly is in run away, uh, fight or flight. Um, it is something that is kicks in quite automatically. Some people call it the survival mechanism, right? Um, and it impacts our body. It's a chemical reaction. It, it 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 goes through things and how often do you feel exhausted afterwards? 
Okay. Trick question. Who felt exhausted? You, the infinite being, or your body? I feel like I should be doing the Jeopardy thing. Yeah. Your body. Your body is actually the one that was feeling exhausted. Okay. Um, what happens? Question in the chat room. By the way, guys, if you haven't joined us in the chat room, please do. It is so much fun, and it's really easy. Go to adazen.fm, and then on the drop-down menu, you select chat room. You put in your name or whatever name you would like. Um, I almost put in Mistress of Darkness today because I thought that was funny. <laughs> but I put in Danielle. And so you can put whatever name in. You don't have to download anything. And um, you can join the chat. You can say hello. You can talk to other people in the chat room. Um, you can ask questions. You can react. It's a lot of fun. It's really easy. And I get more people to play with, which is always a joy for me. Okay, so question in the chat room is, what happens to the body when we get the fight trigger and we don't actually run away? Well, the smart-ass answer is you get in a fight. Um, <laughs> this is what happens to the body when you don't get the fight trigger and we don't run away. Um, okay, so when we, we get the fight trigger and we don't actually run away. Um Great question. Oh, flight. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. I'll put my glasses on. What happens to the body when we get the flight trigger and we don't actually run away? Thank you for the clarification. All right, so. And here's... And just in a... You know, I, I also facilitate facilitator classes, right? Part of my Right Body for You workshops, um, I have a third day where you can take the facilitator training class and then you can facilitate Right Body for You intros um, wherever you want. And so when stuff like this comes out, I like to like point it out. Plus, it's to get you to trust your own knowing. Okay. So I'm sitting here. I read this question. What happens to the body? And I think it says when we get the fight trigger and we don't actually run away. Okay, and I'm sitting there going, wow, I have nowhere to go with this question. I don't know what I'm going to say. Again, time isn't real. I'm having a conversation in my head while I'm actually talking to you guys, right? And I'm sitting there going, wow, there's no energy on this. I have nothing to say. And you know those moments, again, dead air, dead air, dead air, or you're in front of a classroom, you have, you know, 100 people staring at you, and you're like, uh... So often that moment of, oh, crap, I don't have anything to say to this. Why am I in front of these people? Why am I talking this? I'm so, I, I, I should just be shot. I'm a fraud or whatever it is. What, you know, turn it 180. What's right about this or any of those? What if it's not that you don't know anything? What if there's just nothing there to go on? Okay. What if there's no energy there because it's not the right question or because you misread a word, or you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, so for me, in this example, I was sitting there going, I have nothing to say here. Literally, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I have nothing to say. I don't know where to go with this. Can I make a joke? Which I did, right? I smart-ass joke. You're going to fight, blah, blah, blah. Um, what else is possible? What's required here? You know, I'm asking all these questions in my head. And then, sweet Christine says, no, honey, flight, not fight. But if you get the flight trigger and don't actually run away, 
And then everything went, oof, lots of energy. And then I was like, oh, we'll do this, da, 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 da. Okay? So why do I say this? Because this, this happens in these life-changing events too. You know, it was interesting in, the, in a recent thing I had, um, this person was, we, this, we had this conversation, and I kept looping to this one point. And I'm like, why do I keep looping to this one point? Why do I keep looping to this one point? Why do I keep looping to this one point? And I finally got, because there was a lie there. I asked them a question that they didn't have information for, so they made something up. And it didn't match the energy, okay? And so I started looping on it. I started judging myself. I started whatever it was until I finally got to the place where they asked questions. I'm like, okay, what's right about this? What am I, what is my body aware of? Which is one of the things I'm going to give you is like, what is your body aware of during these times? It's like, what information is my body giving me that I keep looping back to the same moment? And then I got, I'm like, oh my gosh. I think he was lying. And it was interesting because it was just one word. Because I was like, blah, 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 this, this, and this. And he's like, no. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, wow, but it was a lie. And so I asked another person, I'm like, is this what you meant? And they're like, no, 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 no. That is complete mis- No, that's not what I meant at all, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. And then everything went, oof, and dissipated, okay? So oftentimes when we're in that loop of a specific point of a fight, of an interaction, of a reaction, of uh, anything in those scenarios, when you're looping on one point, ask a question. What am I, what am I, what am I aware of that I'm not willing to be aware of that if I was willing to be aware of it would give me the information or clarity I require? Okay. Let me say that one again. (laughs) What am I aware of that I'm not willing to be aware of that if I was willing to be aware of it would give me the information or clarity that I require? Okay, which is what I finally asked myself, and then I got this information that if he had inaccurate information, and it's not just that he was like, I'm going to lie to you, but it was that he didn't know the answer, so he just made one up. Okay, and so so often in this surviving and thriving, these um, uh, life-changing events or collisions or interactions, when you're looping on one spot, That's your awareness of some kind of energy there, whether it's a lack of energy like with me in this question or a intensity of energy. What's right about this or what am am I becoming aware of? Okay. And your body is a major, major, major contributor to that because what does it do? I wasn't sleeping. Um, I would close my eyes. And my body would pop my eyes back open and I would be thinking about it again, going over it, pondering, pondering, pondering. Um, and, and I felt sick to my stomach. These are all things that are going on with my body. Okay. So one of the things, one of the tools I wanted to give you guys was what is my body aware of that I'm not willing to be aware of? Okay. And this seems like 
airy fairy simple or whatever, okay? But it's so much more. Because if you guys have listened to my show at all or been to any of my classes, you know I talk a lot about our bodies communicate with each other. Um, you know, it's like you can tell if somebody's having a heart pain or anxiety um, because you tend to sometimes mirror those same things going on in your body, okay? So your body becomes aware of a lot of things. So even if you're in these life-changing encounters, whether it's a medical emergency, whether it's a um, altercation with another person in whatever form, breakup, job, uh, drag down, fight on the street because they looked at you funny, I don't know. Anyway, those moments when you think you've lost your head, I can't think, I don't know what's going on. You know what? Your body still actually does know what's going on, okay? And so when I'm willing to ask things like, and when all of us are willing to ask things like, okay, what is my body aware of that it's trying to give me the information for? Because so often those feel like a knot in the pit of your stomach or you're nauseous or you're anxious or you're just tingly all over, you know, it's like, have you guys have ever had that fight or been extremely sad and your body's numb or your body has that opposite? Everything is just heightened and, you know, if somebody touched your skin, it felt like a burn and um, we've all had those interesting different reactions to, quote, quote, stress, right? Okay, so what if stress isn't a bad thing? What if stress is letting you know what it, your body's telling you information, okay? So, even those moments where you think you've lost your mind, let me say it again, your body still knows what's going on. So going back to this um, weird conversation I had with this guy when I asked him this question, he's like, no. And I'm like, what? And I looped. And when I started asking, what am I not being aware of? Body, what are you aware of? My body actually became aware of the tensing of his body. So physical tensing of his body. He kind of went more rigid, which... I, of course, you know, being the cute, silly, sometimes quite stupid, infinite being, I went to, oh, well, he's probably offended that I asked him this question or whatever. Actually, no. I was hitting the barrier of his knowledge. So what did he do? He stiffened up and went, no. Okay. So then there was also the flood of chemicals in his body because he was actually quite nervous about the conversation as well. So the flood of chemicals in his body him going, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, no, no, uh, what do I, I don't know anything, okay, what can I say, um, I have to appear to be firm on this, you know, no, you know, I'm going to make a demand, I'm going to prove a point, or whatever it is, and so all of this is also going through his body, and so he had that nervousness as well, that, that chemical, that pit in the stomach, my body became aware of this also, okay, <laughs> and so when I ask my body, body, what are you willing to be aware of? What are you aware of that you're trying to tell me through not sleeping, through nauseousness, through anxiety? Okay. I started becoming aware of what was going on in his universe as well. Because you know that old saying, it takes two to tango? Absolutely. And so every time you have these altercations, interactions, conversations, whatever it is, there's more going on than your universe, okay? Which is one of the, one of the other tools I wanted to share with you guys today. Because it's like um, the when you're when you're having a conversation with somebody, 
you're not only knowing what's going on in your universe, you and your body are also knowing what's going on for them and their body, okay? And what if that awareness and that knowledge of what's going on for them and their body is actually what levels up some of these fights, these arguments, it heightens them, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm doing this, they feel this, and they because per- they're also perceiving me, and things get elevated. So when you start to acknowledge these things, you know, and that's that, what if that's that ramping up? So when you start to acknowledge these things, you go, oh, I'm freaking out, they're freaking out. Okay, this is my fr- part of the freak out, that is their part of the freak out. What if just willing to be aware of what's going on for you and your body, them and their body during these crazy times um, can actually lessen the time, can actually solve a situation before it becomes a situation, okay? And again, I refer back to the beginning of the conversation of time elements because it's like take that moment, take that nanosecond, that plank second, which is a real thing, by the way. Look it up, Plank Second. I watched a documentary on it. I am a sci-fi geek. I'm a nerd, I admit it. Um, take that Plank Second and look at it. Be the question. Be willing to go, okay, so what questions can I ask here? What space can I be? What energy can I be? What's going on for me? What's going on for them? I really hate them right now. Okay, yes. And <laughs> what's going on for them? Because this gets you out of the reaction state, okay? When you're in that reaction state, everything becomes gibberish, and those are the times when you lose your mind, right? But your body is still aware. So um, acknowledge that everything that you're becoming aware of, for them, for you, for everything, okay? Um, And another thing is don't forget about your body, okay? Uh, So often when things are like, well, I'm emotionally upset. Yes, and how is that doing on your body? Um, Your body's the one crying, your body's the one shaking. Your your body's actually going through a lot. And what if that's not wrong? You know, I have a future show um, that we haven't scheduled yet that's called, what if your body likes to cry? You know, um, my body likes to cry every once in a while, you know, good cleansing crying what if that's not a wrongness it's like processing okay so your body is actually contributing a lot to you so please don't forget about your body during it um and i would ask please take time for your body okay and what does that mean for one thing not not forgetting about it um being nice to it and don't punish it because how many of us actually do that thing where it's like we're emotionally upset and so we go off and punish our body with sex, drugs, alcohol, whatever it is. Um, So, and what happens after we do that? We tend to feel like crap again. Um, We self-judge, we self-flagellate. It's like, oh, I should have done that. I'm such a bad person, blah, 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 you know, whatever it is. It's like, okay, so if you're willing to acknowledge the information that your body is giving you and that it doesn't have to be punished. <laughs> um, what if that could actually change a lot for you about thriving during these things? Okay. Um, and one last question I'm going to throw it out at the end. I know it's a big one is truth. Is this the change you've been asking for? Okay. Um, you know, if somebody gets fired from a job, it's like, okay, so truth. Is that something that you desired? 
that you maybe hadn't acknowledged. The universe is going, smack, here you go, you know. Um, Because trust me, things turn up different than you ever expected, okay. Um, Even things like, oh, when my mom suddenly died, I was devastated, my world ended. Let's write about this um, and, you know, and... It's not necessarily the change I was asking for. I didn't ask for my mom to die. But you know what? It exploded my life in a way that I don't know if could have been done any other way. So it's really in, exploded in a good way. Let me, let me, let me put that information. <laughs> exploded in a good way, not in a bad way. But exploded in a good way that I don't know if could have been done any other way. So it's really interesting when you start looking at these things. It was right about this I'm not getting. Um, body, what information do you have? Um, what am I being, uh, what is my body aware of that I'm not willing to be aware of? That if I was willing to be aware of it, it would give me the clarity and the information that I'm asking for? So much, okay? And acknowledge that time isn't real. Trust me, folks. Have you ever had a 100 people staring at you waiting for you to speak? Time isn't real because that's a lifetime. Um, and we all know this. You don't have to be in the situations to know that because we've all had that. It's like it feels like so much has happened and it's only been five minutes. Correct. Time isn't real. So when you acknowledge that, I know it seems funny to do this in a conversation like this, but when you acknowledge that kind of stuff, time isn't real, then you actually have the space and and availability to be and ask those questions. Okay. Um Okay, we are completely running out of time, so rapidly fast. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. Please check out the archives. There's a slew of them. Um, check out accessconscious.com. Look me up, Daniel Carter. I have right quite a few workshops all over the world. So excited. Next one is in Turkey. Woohoo! Who would have thought? All right, remember, enjoy your body. Be nice to your body. Come back next week and have fun because you know what? Guess what? I'll be here too. All right, thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Right Body for You. Danielle will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. We hope you and your body will join us.